Welcome to Good People, Cool Things, the podcast featuring conversations with entrepreneurs, writers, musicians, and other creatives. I'm your host, Joey Held, and today's guest is CEO Chino Marley, an Atlanta-based rapper and the king of drip who just had his new single, Active, drop earlier this month. We're going to be talking about that, his music video, High, which is one of the most entertaining music videos I've seen in a long time, super eye-catching, and lots of good stuff going on in there. We're talking all about his career as a rapper, his writing process, how he's promoting his music, and he's a big tech geek too, so we're going to be talking about some good tech stuff as well. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, feel free to reach out, joey at goodpeoplecoolthings.com or Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, GPCT Podcast. And of course, you can always buy something at the merch shop. Just go to goodpeoplecoolthings.com slash shop. And while you're doing that, why don't you listen to this great conversation with Chino? Here we go. All right, well, let's, let's start with just who you are. Tell everyone if they don't know who Chino Marley is, let them know. They don't know who Chino Marley is. Chino Marley is an entrepreneur, a rising artist, like independent. And I've been grinding for years, started rapping, early age kid. You know, I love computers and technology. I love music. You know, I got six kids, wife, you know, like I'm basically Chino Marley's a family man and a businessman. That's who I am. Do you remember the first song you listened to where you were like, oh, okay, I like this? Yes, like 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 the first song that made me want to rap. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it was uh it was uh Lil Wayne, the Hot Boys. It was the Ooh. Hot Boys, the Hot uh uh the Hot Girl song. I need a hot girl. Oh, what you need, boy? I need a hot girl. That what made me start want to rap after I heard Lil Wayne and look and Turk verse that made me like really like tune in like oh yeah that's what I need awesome awesome and like we're talking about you've you've had a lot going on in 2020 just dropped the active music video and before that the high music video which both I think stylistically song wise and video wise two really different sort of feels on there can you kind of talk let's start let's start with high because I think that music video (laughs) is fantastic. There's so much going on. It's so colorful. What was the process like uh, for, for both the song and putting the video together? Well, for the song, for the process of the song, I was sitting in my studio one day and you know, I'm, I smoke weed. I smoke a lot of weed, you know, so I'm just sitting right there and I'm high and I'm like, the beat, the beat was just playing and I was just joking around like, I'm high. And my cousin was like, that's fire, son. He was like, you need to turn it, make that a song. So I just started, you know, this this rapping it. I like it actually was freestyle before it was actually made. So like, and I just started rapping and they like, man, that'll go, that'll go. That's a tight like song. Like for if you like any type of person who get high, whatever your high is, that's the song right there. And that right there, like, made me like call my producer, like, yo. I want to drop this and went to the studio and, and I dropped it. Like, it was just like, it, it, it was a high plus fun process because my engineer was like, man, you got to hit them notes. You got to hit them notes. And I'm like, oh man, like, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was a fun process. I love the process of making that song because I didn't think it was going to turn out as good as it did. And then with the video, we actually in LA 
in the video. The video was shot in LA. Night and we walked around LA, me and my producer, and I'm just rapping in with my video some rapping in while my videographer film film us. And the guys that make cartoon videos called all4band.com, they make a lot of rock and roll like videos. And what made me reach out to uh made my uh manager reach out to them because it's like they uh they make videos that that pop to the eye. You feel me? Like they pop to the eye and mm-hmm. the they really did they thing. Like I it took them a little minute, like good three, four minutes, but I didn't know how that video was gonna turn out because we shot the video in real life and they turned us to a cartoon. Like so I salute them. <laughs> they, they that was hard. Like I didn't think it was gonna turn out like that, but they made it turn out like where it just pop out at you, and especially if you had like you really tuned in. Yeah, I I agree. I think eye popping is a great way to a great way to put it. And did you have any sort of input as to like, oh, you know, I want this coming up on this one scene, or was it just like you trust them? I, make I it had, had no input. I just like I said, <laughs> I didn't know how the video was gonna turn out. I just know they did their thing, like, because I, 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 I just know I talked to them on what I want done to the video, but I ain't tell them how, how to, how, like, how they got it sequenced. I ain't, like, they did that on their own. They, they did everything on their own. I just shot the video and sent them the footage, and they sent back the cartoon video. I trusted them because it came out nice because they do some real good work. They do real good work, especially when they're doing rock and roll videos. Yeah, it's always impressive to see that when you've got like an idea in your head, but you're like, I'm not sure how this is going to end up. And then you see it and it's, it's better than anything you could have imagined. Yeah, I told him, I salute him because like, hey, like I didn't expect it to turn out like that because I didn't know how they was going to do it. Just like I told you, we were shooting real life footage and they turned it into a cartoon. Like with everything that we were doing in the video, I did that in real life. Like, and they turned it to a cartoon. I feel like that was dope. That was real dope. Yeah, very impressive. Everyone listening, if you haven't watched it, go check it out. It's, and I, I think enjoyable, even if you're not high, but yeah, that, that would add another layer to it, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> if you're not high, it's gonna make you wanna get high. Well, I, I, <laughs> I wonder how I'd look if I was high. <laughs> And then your active music video just dropped earlier this month. Yes, sir. And largely, it's it's mostly just you hanging out with friends, just yes, around. Was that Atlanta? Yes, where sir. You're, you're filming? Okay. Like I thought I recognized a couple places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that that video shoot right there. Like that video is one of the videos I had the most energy. Like the energy is just all the way up there. Like I love it film in that video because like I went to the top of the roof and we had a lot of energy me and my friends like we had a lot of energy in that video the director Zudo he was Zudo and Dot like they were saying do this and do that you know and it was just perfect it was like a perfect shoot it was a real perfect shoot like they had it all mapped out and it was freestyle like it wasn't planned like three days ahead that same day, that's how that like everything was came up with. Nice, and you've got a couple things I think that stand out is in some shots there's masks being on since we're still in the middle of the pandemic, and yeah. 
I just your your uh, shoes and really whole like fashion throughout that I think very very impressive. How do you consider that like going into it of like oh I want to make sure I'm giving this uh you know wearing this at least in a, a few shots and getting some good good looks at it or is it just kind of like I feel like wearing this today. Yeah, it was like you know like because now they gave me a title they called me the king of drip. So it was like, I gotta, you know, meet up. I gotta match them standards. Like if they mm-hmm. they give me that title, I got to, you know, look good. I got to drip. So I had to sauce it down, drip it down. You feel me? Like I had to put something together that's gonna stand out to the naked eye. And what I had on you, like bright colors always stand out. If you want to stand out, get you some highlighter colors. Get your outfit with some highlighter colors. And I guarantee it's gonna stand out because that's what most of my compliments about that video is about what I got on. Like, and that's, that's that, like, I put that together on my own. Like, that's that's basically like almost like a six, $700 outfit. So, nice, nice. Yeah, it definitely stands out. <laughs> yeah, so I had to stand out and do what it do. Like, and then in the song, I'm saying, I can teach you about fashion. You feel me? So, like, I had to show them, like, hey, I can really teach you about fashion if you pay attention. Good coordinated, color coordinated. Nice, nice. Now, I want to go back to something that you said about how you've spent years hustling, grinding, and making a name for yourself, which the music industry, obviously, a little different than it was before we were born, going back (laughs) uh, in, in terms of how you're reaching fans, how you're connecting, like even touring is a little different than it was back then. So what have you found to be successful in promoting yourself? Like, what I found to be successful is the internet. Like, the internet is the win-win. Like, basically, if you independent, independent artist and you're trying to stay independent, you got to know what to do on the internet. Like, it's cool to have a physical presence and stuff, but now we got the quarantine going on with the corona. So, you know, it's not like, like a lot of stuff's not going on like that, like that. So it's best to be able to promote and market yourself digitally on the internet because that's how I built a lot of things that I got going on. Like, yeah, I got out there in the physical world and did a lot of stuff and posted and pushed and stood at stores selling CDs and stuff. But the best way to me is the internet because if you can get the internet to really like migrate to your content and what you got going on, your whole movement. Like when you personal, people gonna start calling you physically to just come out and, you know, link with them and stuff. Cause this how been going with me. Like, like I came down here, I've been living in Atlanta three years. And the first year I worked, I worked 16 hour job at a warehouse. After that, I told myself, no, I'm not gonna work no more. I'm gonna go full fledged with the rap. And that's what I'm gonna do. So I told my boss, man, I was like, yo, I quit. He was like, why? I was like, I wanna, you know, I wanna pursue my dream, my rap career. And he was like, okay. And he gave me a bonus, like for my last check. You feel me? And told me he believed in me. So after that, I'm like, okay, bet, let me find a way where I can get myself, like, because uh, uh, I already got a name in Birmingham. I was, got if I had to find a way to get a name in Georgia and Atlanta. So I was like, I did a lot of researching on the internet. I did my internet thing, 
video after video, Instagram promotion, YouTube promotion, Facebook promotion, like Spotify, iTunes promotion. I did everything that I needed to do and it built me to the point where I don't have to work a nine to five no more. Like I'm living from my rap, like rap actually it pays the bills, you know, and all that, you feel me? Like, and all that come from having a strong internet presence because if you have a strong internet presence, that's how you get your money through your streams, your streams and stuff. Like it's okay to do shows, but you can make, you can make the same amount of money doing shows with your streams. And that's how I look at it. Like, I feel like digitally, the internet is the best way to market and promote everything that's coming up these days, even not dealing with music, but anything you got doing going on, best way to promote and market to me personally is digitally. Nice. And you mentioned a lot of platforms are YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram. Do you have a favorite out of the bunch or is it just kind of beyond all of them to, to really well, uh, get, get your music out there? My favorite is Instagram. Instagram, because like, I, I, when I moved to Atlanta, I wasn't really like big on Instagram. But then when I started really just focusing on Instagram, like Instagram is legit. You get a lot of love and a lot of people, you know, really pay attention. Like Facebook is just for family and friends, like just for homies and family members. And, you know, I wouldn't say Facebook is for fans, for real, for real. But Instagram gave me majority of my fans like Instagram helped me build, build. That's why I love Instagram. Instagram is one of the best, you know, social sites out there right now. Nice. Have you been using the reels? I know Instagram's pushing that hard. Yes, sir. I've been using the reels. My reels been doing good. At first, I didn't know what it was. And then my <laughs> son showed me. So I'm like, okay, let me do some reels and stuff. Like, you know, me and my kids, we got a, a IG page where we are uh, gonna be doing, where we've been doing little videos and reels to songs and stuff, you know. My boys, my kids, they are, they rap too. So it's like, you know, there's all that's around me, the music. And you got that good market research with them too. Yeah. Of what, of what their, their age group is into for sure. You got a good market research because like, I'm like, I'm like, if push come to show, if I ever have to stop the rap, I got four boys that know how to rap and got a lot of <laughs> sauce and drip like they daddy and they young. So, you know, I can put all my money and all my time and energy behind them. If I was to ever like stop and just say, hey, I'm done with the rap. Is that in, in the plans or just way off in the future? Like it's, it's in the future. Like as I get to where I'm going, I'm definitely bringing my children out. I'm definitely, I, I, I like, you know, some people try to keep their children hidden and stuff, but the world got to know my children. My children are famous without, you know, <laughs> like they're just real, like they're real people. Like everybody love my children. Like, so like, I really feel like my children going to be the next multi-millionaires in the family after I get there. Awesome. Awesome. All right, let's go to your, uh, Dropology Volume 1. Can you kind of take us through, you talked a little bit about the writing process with High. Uh, was it, did you have kind of a standard process throughout uh, throughout the, the making of the record or was it more uh, sort of on a song-by-song -song basis? You kind of found a, a different winning formula for each. 
like it was a song by song basis. Like, like I was going to the studio every weekend, just dropping a lot of songs. And me, my manager, and my producer, we we got together, listened to a lot of them, and we picked out the twelve songs that we felt like they can stand and that'll do their thing on the on the on the dripology mixtape. So, you know, that's basically like it wasn't no real process for dripology. It was just like in the studio every weekend, you know, just dropping songs, dropping songs, and then like, okay, let's drop, let's drop something to let them folks know I've been working. So, you know, we came up with dripology. It, it, it basically wasn't no process. It was just like all like, hey, get this done and do this spur of the moment type stuff. Like dripology actually was a spur of the moment type tape to put out because we really didn't like we really didn't we planned it but it was like okay we planned it and then we went on and did it but it wasn't no like okay three months ahead or four months ahead of the time before we planned it like I was just in the studio every weekend and some hot songs dropping heat dropping heat so we went through a category we tried to you know mix it up because we didn't want to put all the heat on one one CD, so tried to mix it up and you know all flavors, all different genres. You know, dripology. I believe it, it's like it's showing you that like uh, my versatility, like because all them songs got a different feel, different vibe, and a different sound to them. And from from start to finish, how long was that whole process? Like from start to finish, it was like a good a good four months, a good four months. And the name, Volume 1, Tripology Volume 1, suggesting there's more to come. Are you just doing a Volume 2, or is this going to be a whole series of mixtapes coming out? It's going to be a series because it's like, you know, I'm teaching. I feel like, feel like you know, I'm, I'm a teacher of the drip, you know, like, because I talk about my real life, but in a way you can bounce to it, dance, and jig, you feel me? Like, it's dripology, like basically teaching you how to speak on things, but do it with, do it with, do it with spoke, do it with a little pizzazz in it, you feel me? Like, you feel me? You, like, if you're going to be serious, because, you know, you got a lot of rappers that rap about their life and be so serious to the point where people be like, man, I'm just, I don't even want to listen to that, you know? <laughs> but you, if you do it and you talking about your life, but you serious, but you having fun with it, and you, you bring a little pizzazz to it, a little sauce to it, they like, okay, I can rock to this. Okay, yeah, he said he was struggling, but he said that with 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 swag, with sauce, with drip. Like it's basically like I want to keep the volumes going to teach people like, you know, real music. Real music. Like it's like you got a lot of rappers that's stuck in like like they rap one way. They rap one way. They only I know how to make one particular type songs. You know, and I want to change that in the game. Like, you know, be versatile. Just because of what other people say or they feel like you should rap this way, it's your career. You, you the artist. You the creator. Be versatile. You feel me? Show these people that you got more talent than, talent than what they think you do. Like, and that's was my whole objective with Drip Biology Volume One to keep it going to like show these people like, hey. Yeah, you 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 just ain't no street rapper, no gangster rapper. You you trying to dip and dab in all gyms. 
Yeah, and I think both from a, a listener perspective of like, oh, okay, he's got he's got multiple talents out here, but also just for yourself. Like you get bored doing the same thing all the time. You gotta you gotta keep it varied. Yeah, you gotta keep it exciting. It's just like a relationship. You gotta keep your relationships exciting between you and your woman, or it's gonna get dry. <laughs> that's just real. That's that's real. Like, and that's how I look at it with my rap career. Like, you know, everybody, a lot of rappers just have the same repetitive sound and chants and stuff. You know, be different. Be be different. Make your stuff sound to what a point where people will be like, oh, okay, I, I I can really listen to him. Like, you know, and they won't compare you to any other rapper. Like, I get compared to other rappers, but it's in my own style. They like, yeah, we know that's you, but you know, the way you act, your whole persona, like we, you remind us of future, but it's not like cause of my sound though. I like that. I like the relationship and music analogy. That's, yeah. that's, that's good. Yeah, that's real. That's, that, that's how I look at my music. Cause you know, you know, you got it. Just like you love your woman, you got to love your music. If you want the most out your woman, you got to love her and love her hard. If you want the most out your music, you got to love it and love it hard. And it's going to pay out. So spot on. So spot on. Now, I always like asking a musician this because I think it's it's fun to reflect. But what was the worst gig you ever played? <laughs> the worst one, I have to say, like, this little spot that I had did at Birmingham. And it was like, you know, the guy called me out there and booked me. And he supposed to be paying me like $400. That's what we had agreed upon. And when I got out there, it was like dead. Like when nothing organized, when nothing going the right way, the people at the club was tripping and it, and he was shouting on my money. You know, some stuff that had happened in the club got dangerous. And I'm like, oh, I'll never do this again. I was in my I was in my own city. I was in Birmingham, Alabama. You know, I was in my own city, you know, and that's that's sad, man. You know, I love my city, but you know, like, you know, just to just become somebody, man, I gotta stay away from my city. That does not sound enjoyable. It's always it's always rough when you get there and they're like not expecting you or like not set yeah, up. Yeah, and you like you like, so you don't know I was coming to do this? Yeah. Like, no, well, no, you need to get in touch with, you need to uh, talk to you like, no, man, I can't know that, that right there. No, I will never do it again. That's why all artists make sure you have a performance contract. So these folks can know exactly what you require, what they require to have for you to come to their club. Like make sure that's real big. Make sure you have a performance contract. And if they don't have it, you can take them to court. Cause you don't want to be out here doing all this and out putting all this energy and work and spending your money and then go to the club to find out you've been swindled. So, you know, put it put that on put it on paper. Every time somebody try to come get you do something, tell them put it on paper and email it to you. That way you already know, hey, this is what's supposed to happen. This is what they supposed to give me. And if they don't stick to it, okay, you'll see my lawyer. That's good advice for really anything, like artists, musicians, writers, <laughs> anyone out there. Make sure you get it in writing. That's real. You got to get it in writing because it, it's bad out here dealing with these clubs and stuff. Like, you know, if you ain't got a, a huge name, like famous, famous, 
they really trying they be trying to pull one over on me. Yeah, absolutely. And that actually brings up a an interesting point. And you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier with the internet being a big promotional tool. Obviously, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Concerts probably on hold till twenty twenty one at least. <laughs> Yes, uh, do you think that the the sort of live music scene is going to kind of go back to how it was, or do you think there's going to be some shifts out there now? I don't think nothing's going to be exactly how it was after the corona leaves, because it's like people still, like humans, humans are just, like we're a sentimental species. So a lot of people, like it's going to go back like it's a lot of stuff gonna be piped up, but people are not gonna feel the same. They're like that. It's gonna be kind of hard for people to just at the gate to enjoy themselves, like at a large concert, because you still don't know. Like, okay, they see it's gone, but you still don't know if it's still out there. And then so, everybody, I feel like everybody gonna be timid at first. You know, you know they're gonna be timid at first. It's like people like people gonna still be wearing masks, masks. They're not gonna want people to touch them or call for sneeze or you know because like when you go out now it's like you know if you look like you sick or anything people looking at you like you like you a zombie like hey get them up out of here so like i don't think like when it when it, when everything pop back out the live shows yeah it's gonna be next year 2021 because the started right now now nah, still ain't ready it's still like certain areas in the clubs, you still have to wear masks and all that. So, and they having parking lot concerts down here. So, I don't think like every like it's just gonna go right back to normal. Before it get back to normal, it's gonna take time. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people lined up against the walls trying not to <laughs> make eye contact with everyone. Yeah, a lot of people gonna be cautious, like. Looking at people's frame, trying to see if this person got some or something. You've said you're a big tech guy as well. So yes, sir. Is there uh, a piece of technology you have or an app or something that you think everyone should be on? Music related or not? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, hold on. Let me see. It's an app. Well, I don't know. I use all the apps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on all the apps. Every app you can think of, Chino Marley on it. And that's just me. I don't know. Cause like I told you, I'm a tech head. Like I love, I'm I'm so curious about technology. So I love finding out how things work and how things operate. So I got like a lot of apps on my phone. I actually got two phones. Nice, nice. Have you looked at your uh, your usage rates for all the apps? I'm afraid to do it. <laughs> <laughs> my usage rates, uh, I I know for like my my uh my social media, like social, like my screen time, be like six hours to seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look at them, you like, no, am I spending that much time looking at my phone? Like, and it makes you wonder, like, oh my god, but. I'm I'm an artist, so like I understand why I spend so much time. But you know, I asked my wife. My wife, she spent a lot of time on her social media, and she don't she don't rap or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I really believe, like, majority of the whole world spend a good, a good estimated four to six hours staring at their screen. Like. That's real. I don't, like, cause I don't see, like, I don't see how could you even be 
like anywhere with your phone and not look at it every two, three minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it used to be the go-to to, it probably still is for people. Like if you're in line at, at a coffee shop or like waiting to get lunch or something, yeah. it's like, instead of looking around, I'm going to look at my phone. Yeah. I'm going to look at my phone and look at, cause everything is on, you know, everything is resolved revolves around the internet now, you know, and that's, that's, that's the, that's why I be telling like artists, if you do not learn the internet, like it's going to be hard for your career to prosper. You know, because like the physical thing is not no, it's not no more for real, for real. Like it's like a guy that puts all his time on the internet versus a guy that be outside all the time at the club. The guy on the internet, I believe he'll pop before the guy that's outside hitting the clubs and the malls and stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is there any kind of technology coming out? I know Apple had their big uh keynote speech this past week or a week or two ago uh any anything coming out where you're like i need to get that well i know apple they i, I can't it's a uh it's it's a like you know like the macbook they got like some little thing like that they i can't think of I, but i know i got to get it like basically you know uh they post have like a little hologram that's what it is mm. Like a lot that the uh like it's supposed to be like a hologram come out the thing like that's what I've been looking at on Apple. You have to go research it to know what I'm talking about. Cause I, <laughs> I don't I don't have like I don't know what the name that they was calling it and so. But like if they do it, it's gonna be dope. Like it's supposed to be like two thousand. I mean twenty twenty two or twenty twenty third. But it's supposed to be like a holographic. Like it's with the computer and the watch though. Nice, nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I know too much about that, but that sounds real cool. <laughs> yeah, like Apple, like Apple. That's all I use, like Apple, Apple, everything. So like, like they, they, I'm big on like stuff that they be having coming out, and you know they are, uh, you know they, they all uh, post, uh, they post a merge with, uh, do a little merge. Oh, I, I, oh, I can't even think of it. Ah. Oh. It's a look. They supposed to merge with another company, not like merge on a permanent type stuff, but just get together and, and make something like, like, uh, I can't even think of it, man. Oh, I wish I knew it, man, because I think everybody going to need it. I think everybody, <laughs> go, I promise you, I think everybody going to need it because, like, that's what I do. I sit up here and look at stuff like, like different techs and new technology that's coming out where I feel like, okay. The whole world gonna be on that. The whole world gonna need that. The whole world gonna use that. And, and the Apple like really inventing a lot of stuff. Like if you go, you just got this. Is what I'm gonna tell you, just Google Apple or go to a website and just read some of the stuff that they got coming up, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Boom. Yeah, it is impressive that not even just Apple, but like some of these tech companies, the the consistent innovation that they come out with yeah. is always, always impressive to see. Like the PS5, I got to have it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's so like, hey, like it looks so like different and dope. Like, yeah, I play games too because I got kids. Me and my kids are sitting here and game for a whole day. We might have a gamer day where we just, we, because I got like three, four games in my house and we'll sit three, four TVs in one room and everybody on a different <laughs> game just gaming, you know. So, it is what it is, but that's that's cool, man. Like I, I with the technology, 
I'm the type of person I like to take stuff away, take take stuff apart and rewire and put it back together in a different way to see what it worked this way. What's your your favorite thing that you've taken apart and put back together? Like like computers. Nice. Like CPUs. Like I done took apart a lot of CPUs in my life and put them back together, changed out the hard drive or connected them to another computer. Like before people started doing all this, it's like where a computer can connect to another computer. I was already doing that when I was like 12 or 13. I think I was still scared of computers back then. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they was all big and fat then. They were them fat computers <laughs> with the big screen and the big. Yeah. You know, everything was big back then. And like the original computers where they're like the size of a wall. <laughs> yeah. oh, crazy how far we've come. <laughs> yeah, we do. As a society, we didn't grow a lot, but we didn't grow a lot through technology. All right, well, we'll wrap up with another music question. You kind of mentioned Lil Wayne earlier. I, yeah, sure. But always like to wrap up with a top three, and I'd love to hear your top three inspirations. My top three inspirations. Your musical inspirations, yeah. Would be, i say, i put it like this, Michael Jackson, Bob Marley, and Lil Wayne. Fantastic. Them like my top three inspirations, like, far as like doing this music, Michael Jackson, Bob Marley, and Lil Wayne. Cause like they're three of the greatest to ever do the music thing. Like and I really want to get like to their where they got or surpass them. And I mean, it sounds like you're on your way. Yes. You're, you're grinding out there, you're making it happen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just got to keep on working, keep putting in the footwork. And everything else gonna fall in line. That work ethic, you gotta have a, a, a huge work ethic doing this music. Absolutely, and Chino, if people want to check out your music, want to get in touch, how can they find you? They can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, basically all the major streaming websites at CEO Chino Marley, or you can just type in Google. We put CEO Chino Marley in Google, and Google got everything you need to know, all the music videos, whatever else you want to know about me. Just put type in Google and Google going to tell you. Fantastic. Chino Marley, thank you so much for the time, man. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thank you too, man. You have a blessed day and I enjoy chatting with you. You as well. And can I wrap up with a corny joke like we always do? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got a tech one for you. So hopefully, hopefully you appreciate it. There's this new uh, new group that's called uh, 1023 Megabytes. They yeah. haven't had a gig yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. I like that. I got to use that one. They haven't had a gig yet. Yeah. That was tight. That was, it was corny, though, because it makes a lot of sense. That was tight. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate All right, it. man. You have a blessed day, man. All right. You too, man. Keep up the good work. All right. <laughs>